Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Jensen. Uh, as you may know, I'm uh, I'm Garrett Nino. This is me. And then I got two of my co-hosts with me in uh, Benji Clausen and uh, Bridger Brains. And, uh, you know, I think it's only right <laughs> that before we start anything that we just introduce ourselves. So, uh, you know. We can just get the uh, introductory portion out of the way before we get into the cases and all that. So, uh, Benji, if you want to start first. Yep. I'm Benji. I'm the uh, annoying kid in the first row. That's me. What's up, Mr. Jensen? It's Bridger. I sit next to the two goofballs. We always say hi to each other, and sometimes you skip ahead of me in the lunch line because I'm that real G for you, bro. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, Benji, I believe that you'll be you'll be kind of leading this this case mm-hmm. as we discuss it. Pretty much? Yeah. Okay. So the, Let's get started. Yeah. So the ACLU case that we picked is Doe v. Gwinnett. Basically, uh, Jane Doe was suspended for violating the sexual part or the student code, specifically the sexual activity part. Um, Basically, she was sexually assaulted and then suspended for as a result of the sexual assault. Uh, The main issue with this case is whether Doe was being discriminated based upon sex in education. Dang. Truly. They still are. Um, The basic constitutional issue is, again, Title IX, 20 U.S.C., uh, 1681, which basically states not being discriminated based upon sex and education. So I think the main issue and the main part of this discussion should be based upon whether Doe should have been suspended or not, and just basically providing our own reasons for doing so. So I personally think Doe should have all the rights and she should be able to control what happens to her because she's the one who's being violated in the the school county and the districts don't care about that. She's literally been suspended twice by her high school in Georgia for violating a school code of conduct. But it's her body and it's her choice. Like, shouldn't she be allowed to have the police and then fight for her and not just suspend her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, it's you know it, you know it wasn't it wasn't her fault. You know, it was mm-hmm. uh, you know it was with her father Kevin Bennett. <laughs> yeah, I think. Furthermore, to go off that point, I think it was a bit um, misogynist for the school di- or the county to enforce the rules upon her because she had no say in the sexual assault, but she, but yet she was suspended anyways, even though she was a victim. And she was sexualized as a part of it and had to move school districts because 
of the harassment that she had. Yeah, and I realized I actually said it's hard living in those times, but it was just this last year. Well, yeah, like that sort of stuff, you know, that sort of stuff, you know, it's not exclusive to like a like a certain era. Like it's been happening, you know, since since man and woman were created, you know, like eventually, you know. Yeah, since we evolved, be, you know. Yeah, there's going to be like some sort of harassment that's, yeah. uh, you know, going to come. So it's always it's always going to happen. But in her case, I believe that, you know, she's not responsible for any of that. And so I don't I don't believe she should have been punished that severely or I guess in that sort of way. And Mm -hmm. there's literally it happens everywhere because just this past couple weeks ago in my auto class, a girl in there got harassed. People should totally be suspended and have his job taken from him. Do you want to tell the details of that case? Yeah. So, in my auto shop class, um, our teacher, I probably shouldn't say either of their names. I mean, Mr. Jensen probably already knows, but like, true, true. It'd be good to like elaborate, I guess. Is this girl? Um, I don't think I should say her name. Go like what in this case? Yeah. So he he paid in the auto shop class to keep all of our cars in there from so they thaw out, like all the ice would melt. And when we were walking into the shop, she started taking her jacket off because it was hot. And then he told all of us that he's going to keep turning up the heat so she could keep taking off all of her clothes. And all of us responded in disbelief. And then a couple of the other girls in our class, they filed a report against him. And then the the next day we had class. Um, He told us how he was all sorry and apologizing, but... The girl that he harassed wasn't even in there because, like, um, undoubtedly she was gone because she didn't want to be in there with that pervert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we then the next day after that, there was a substitute, so he might be gone. We don't really know yet, but yeah, that those are the details. Mm-hmm. I think, especially with that, we need to get to the larger question, which is. Like, you know, it may happen, but how do we limit it? And how can we make our schools a, a safer place for just people of general? Yeah. Yeah, because I think we just need to create an environment that focuses on respect of one another, no matter what race, no matter what gender, no matter, you know, what religion you're a part of. Just just a uh just a you know a place that values respect will go a long way because you know i think in our society today uh i think a, a lot especially with the means of like social media and stuff a lot of people can uh be disrespectful and 
you know, not, just not be nice to each other. Like it's a very, you know, social media is not particularly a nice place. And I think sometimes that can cross over into real life, especially school with all, you know, everybody's, you know, attitudes on who they want to be and, uh, you know, where, like how they think of themselves in, you know, the school climate, how that comes into play. But we just need to create a culture of respect to where, you know, something like that, if something like that ever happens again, like uh, there would be no hesitation to report behavior like that and just continue and, you know, value uh, people's, you know, privacy and, you know, continue to uh, uh, keep that culture of respect. Yeah, yeah. I, especially in a bastion, like a, a school, a place of education where people come to break bread. I think that tolerance and, you know, like non-ignorance should be held as to the highest standard. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys believe there should be a school dress code for guys and girls? I think it should be um, just more general for all people because I, yeah, think I think it tends to no, label people based yeah. on genders just because of it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, we can have like a, uh, you know, a dress code for, you know, specifically for maybe what girls tend to wear and then what, what dudes usually tend to wear. But then also I think there needs to be just a universal dress code of, uh you know what you can and what you can't wear but i feel like like in correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like the past like few years i've noticed in school they've kind of become more lax with a lot of that sort of thing like especially with i've noticed like with uh hats being worn in school because usually that would kind of be seen as like a sign of disrespect if you yeah, like you're a hat, like, mom or something yeah like inside mm-hmm. of a school but i feel like you know, they're just moving with the times and they're realizing, hey, like, you know, all these students, they have different, you know, they wear different things and, you know, nobody's wearing a hat because they want to disrespect your school. They're just wearing a hat because they want to wear a hat. And so yeah. I feel like I feel I feel like we're moving in the right direction when we're, you know, the schools and uh, the school boards are becoming a little more open with that stuff. But um, I just think we, yeah, we just need to keep on, you know, becoming better. And when we see a problem that arises, whether it's a, you know, a dress code issue or, you know, something along the lines of, you know, sexual harassment or something like that, that, you know, we can deal with that just, you know, quickly and efficiently and not, you know, not, not necessarily like, go by the rules because that's why the rules are there but you know just mm-hmm. continue to understand that you know there's you know they're still a person and you know they're not wearing a hat or they're not wearing a specific type of shirt to uh you know promote a certain group or you know demean another group they're just wearing it because they want to wear it mm-hmm. yeah i think also a like just to play devil's advocate, I th- I do think sticking 
to the rules should be important. But when it's in a case like this, like, well, you know, dress code isn't isn't exactly followed to the letter of the law. But I think in certain circumstances it should be. But in sexual assault cases where the victim is getting blamed as well as the perpetrator, then I think, you know, sorry, I was about to say a swear word, but, you know, rules don't, shouldn't really matter in in a situation like that. You know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, I feel, especially with the, with, uh, this particular case, I just feel like it speaks, you know, it speaks broader to, I don't know. I want to say like stereotypes, but I don't know Mm -hmm. if I necessarily want to, want to use that, but, uh, Mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, a dress code is important. There's a lot of arguments uh, for schools just having like uniforms and stuff because it gets rid of like the idea of ever having to deal with something like that. And honestly, you know, if you want to put your kid or you want to attend a school that, you know, you just wear uniforms to, I think that's completely fine. It's your choice. But again, I think you got to respect uh, people's choices. But in turn, those people that are making those choices have to respect the rules of the of the school or the university that they're attending. Yeah, while I do agree with you, I do have to call you out on a bit there. I think that because dress codes are not really to keep sexual assault from happening because sexual assault is going to happen regardless of what people yeah. dress. So I think the fact that you're kind of pushing this off on, well, just wear, you know, more just wear more clothes that cover you up. I think it kind of demeans the whole point of, you know, getting rid of sexual assault in schools. I feel like there should be a school-wide, nationwide intervention on how to control your emotions and not harass people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because sure, there can be, oh, don't wear this, don't wear that. But it all comes down to the natural instincts of a person. Well, yeah, yes, and- there should be a dress code. Yeah, because I, I get what you guys are saying. Um, you know, I just feel, you know, I just feel really strongly that, you know, I, I would say that certain outfit, and this could go for either or. But I'm saying that certain outfits garner uh, certain reactions out of dudes or chicks yeah. uh, more than others. Can we agree on that? For sure. Yeah, and I yeah. think like what you guys were saying when you guys were saying uh, that there needs to be a school-wide intervention on, you know, keeping emotions under check, I think, you know, that falls under – uh, I guess the category of like mental health and stuff, because I know I know that uh, you know a lot of a lo- I'd say I'd say our culture today and our society has really like started to notice how big of a factor mental health is, especially with the youth and how it's you know affecting people on social media and how it's affecting uh, real world interaction and that's why 
you know, I think that, you know, there needs to be more, I think there needs to be more school and even more nationwide events where, you know, we can take part in, you know, general discussions about, you know, what our well-being means to us and what we think is, uh, is the best way to go about teaching, teaching kids how to live a healthy lifestyle, not only physically, but also mentally learning to respect other people and just different stuff like that. I feel like we're running out of time. So should we wrap it up? Yep. Yeah, we can wrap it up. So, uh, again, uh, thank you, Mr. Jensen for the, for the wonderful year. It was, a uh, it was a, it was a pretty fun year, class, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. yeah. We'll it was, miss uh, you, Mr. Jensen. For sure. Definitely. For sure, man. Yeah. For sure, man. Take care. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Keep us updated. For sure.